Welcome back, listeners and subscribers, to For Your Amusement, where we discuss theme parks around the country, all for your amusement. Nick Nolan, welcome back. Yo, yo, yo. Literally, welcome back to Nolan. Just came back from Universal. Yeah, yeah. And it was was an interesting uh, little trip. Uh, We'll get into it in a second. But, uh, um... I know it was uh, we missed uh, last week, but uh, did you guys have a, a good Fourth of July? I know it was uh, a little bit ago, but <laughs> yeah, yeah, everything was good here. You guys? Yeah, I mean, Kyle, I was very impressed by that Macy's uh, firework display that they did in New York. That was nuts. I watched that on TV, and I wish I was in New York to see that because New that was York. nuts. Yeah, they did a great job with that. It was awesome. Nolan, did you uh, – you weren't in Universal yet, right? No, no. I went uh, last week. So it was yeah, – uh, I, I think Fourth yeah, of July was a Sunday, and I left like Tuesday. So. Yeah, I wonder I – mean, I'm sure they did something, right? Some fireworks show? Yeah, I, I've been there for Fourth of July. It's nothing too crazy. Um, no. It's kind of – yeah, it's kind of like not that great. It's Fourth of July <laughs> every night. But, yeah, yeah, true. Is that the yeah. same thing with Disney too? Uh, I think Disney does does a little bit more, you know, but nothing mm-hmm. too out there. So gotcha. you're probably better off going into like a big city, you know, with like the crowds, the fireworks, you know, all that. Right. Makes sense. So, so Nolan, yeah, yeah. Why don't you why don't you start off by telling us about your trip? Uh yeah, I'll just do a quick overview. If you got any questions, just uh let me know. But uh pretty much we um we planned it perfectly. Um <laughs> we planned this um about maybe like a month and a half, two months before we left. And uh right before we were leaving we saw a nice nice uh hurricane tropical storm kinda mm-hmm. just heading right over Orlando, which was kinda <laughs> interesting because uh it wasn't like we were that flexible you know because we had the time off and all of that and like weeks after we couldn't really plan anything so this is like a make or break thing and luckily it kind of just missed orlando at the very second last second and uh surprisingly it only rains um the last day and that wasn't even from the tropical storm it was just just because it's florida and it was only like maybe like an hour and a half, two hours. So that was great. Um, trip itself was dope. Obviously, we'll get into the Velocicoaster. You guys could ask questions about that, but definitely lives to the hype. Um, I'm trying to think. Uh, crowd-wise, I would definitely say to anybody listening, if you guys go in the summer, do not go on weekends because it is hot, it is crowded, and it is just – it is not worth – the troubles in that because you could go when it's a lot cooler, nicer, you get a, a a lot, a lot more to do. Um, but other than that, it was, it was a good time. Went to Disney Springs too. Um, it wasn't that crowded there, but, uh, pretty much just reservations only. And, uh, other than that, it was just had a good time. It was good to be back. Cause I haven't been there since, uh, I want to say January. Yeah. January. So, Well, we're waiting for your Velocicoaster <laughs> opinion. I'm not gonna tippy toe around. Yeah. It. So, so to get into that, um, so we decided we wanted to do Velocicoaster at night for the first time. Uh, so we got there Tuesday afternoon, and uh, we wanted to. We were trying to see if it was gonna rain or not, and we got lucky, obviously, with that. So, um, we got in line, um, and just just seeing it in person is just like, it honestly felt like unreal, you know, with all stuff we've been following and like you're used to seeing the skyline and just the the park itself not having that and having it there just it feels like you're not even at the park it's kind of hard to explain but uh no it was it was dope and uh so we went at night and the queue is awesome uh not too long the wait times were pretty pretty short Uh, i think the highest we saw it was like maybe 60 to 75 minutes but even so goes by pretty quick because they have a they have four trains uh, at once, I, I believe, and they load in, load out pretty fast. 
Um, so we got there at night and, uh, we got to the front, um, and we decided we want to do front row. So we got to the, the front row, the front row line, kind of like they do, they have in the Hulk queue. And, uh, we were about the fourth, uh, party to go. And all of a sudden, um, the trains just stopped and nobody was moving. They said they had technical difficulties and it turns out that the car that was supposed to be us um, actually didn't make it up the top hat and rolled back. And they didn't have any, I guess, uh, motion to kind of relaunch it. So that was a nice 10-minute stall. And we were just, like, kind of waiting. It was it was, it was was nerve-wracking, low-key. Uh, wait, wait, Nolan, can you, can you explain that a little bit more? Because... So I guess for me and for people that don't understand completely, yeah, so, yeah. So can you explain what that means when it goes? Yeah. The so yeah. so pretty much each car has a certain velocity, speed, obviously weight that it needs to go over the top hat, which is like a it goes forty to seventy miles per hour, and I believe it's like a one hundred sixty, one hundred seventy foot uh, hill, and then obviously goes back down. So you need enough. Uh, motion to do that so sometimes and this occurs with uh, rides that have these um, that sometimes it doesn't reach that um, limit and it has it pretty much rolls back like you go to like maybe half halfway three-fourths of the hill and just up and you just go back down where you came from (laughs) and it's pretty terrifying honestly if that was our first time doing that um, i I don't know what I would have done, especially at night. Um, so that happened, and uh, eventually we got on, and pretty much <laughs> once you start, it's honestly like, like so you have no clue what just happened because it was just you were flying everywhere. Um, it was so dope the first launch, pretty fast. Um, the different little uh, turns and. And stuff at the in the first half is just wild um, with the the rock formation and all that, especially at night with the uh, the lights and the, like a waterfall and all that. Um, so then once you got towards like the second launch, I was like, okay, let's see, let's see what's gonna happen. And then the second launch, my god, bro, like <laughs> that thing flies. Like you, you like you know kind of what to expect, but you don't know what to expect because it is way faster than like anything you're used to. Um, so that was like amazing. And then by the time you realize that like what just happened, you're at the top of the top hat, you have about like maybe like two seconds of like, just like a, uh, a cloud, just you're in the clouds pretty much for two seconds. You look at the, the park, all of that. It's an awesome view. And then obviously you go down and then there was a section I, I liked a lot was, uh, right after the top hat where you're, I'm not sure how many G's or zero G's, whatever it is. Um, but you're pretty much upside down. You're straight upside down. You don't like turn or anything until like maybe three seconds after, which is pretty cool. Um, a cool experience. Um, and there were some tight turns at the end. And then obviously <laughs> the last part, the, uh, the barrel roll, um, that part honestly is one of the craziest things you'll experience in a ride. Um, on like when people say like you'll fly out of your seat you will fly out of your seat like honestly you like it feels like you're gonna just fall into the water like you're you're done and then like somehow it it flips you onto your seat again that's it it makes no sense but that's just how it is and uh it was just really dope and uh, we wrote it about like three or four times four times and uh one time in the day and uh, we actually went back to back after the first time, but uh, obviously ten out of ten, um, it was an awesome experience, and uh, they made a great addition with all that. And I would suggest to at least do the first row at least once or twice because, based off what I we did, um, we were in like the middle to front section the other two times we didn't do front row, and it was a cool experience. It was just a little bit harder to kind of follow with everything because the cars, the carts are like, and the seats are like so close together and you're going so fast. You kind of don't know what's kind of going on, you know? So I feel like the first row was 
a better experience. That's just in my opinion. So, but uh, overall, it was just it was awesome. So, can't wait for uh, you to ride it because you'll you'll definitely enjoy it. Yeah, I'm pumped. I mean, that sounds awesome. Um, question: So you had said um, that it was it was pretty much the same, you know, at night and during the day. I guess is there. So that's kind of crazy because I guess it doesn't like does it not light up or like because Hagrid is so different in the you know the day than the night. Yeah, um, I think just because the elements that make the ride don't really base off the uh, like the weather and if it's day or night, whereas like Hagrid's, you have like the the part where it's like the the front lights, you know, and like you're in the forest right. and all that. Whereas this one, it's based off more of the actual ride, you know? And yeah, gotcha. it's a little bit different, but it's just like the actual speed and what you're doing is just way more of what you're kind of focused on, if that makes sense. Yeah, I get that. Nick, you have anything to add or any questions? I mean, I've experienced it, so I don't really need to... Yeah. Ask most, but Nolan, uh, Hagrid's or Velocicoaster? <laughs> you like better? Uh, definitely Velocicoaster, and it kind of really? sucks saying that. Like, wow. honestly, like it's so weird, bro. Like, you go on <laughs> if you go on Hagrid's and then Velocicoaster back to back, like it'll be like Hagrid's is like whatever. <laughs> no, 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 it's still it, it's still good. Don't no, don't no, no, jones no, no. it out. I'm, I'm it's saying, still good. I'm saying, like, in, like, roller coaster um, terms, like, obviously the ride itself is great. Just, like, the way you, you experience the two, just, like, it's kind of hard to kind of, like, uh, compare the two, you know? But, yeah, they're two completely different things. I get yeah. that. But it, it's really cool, though, that they have this new ride, especially with Jurassic Park, uh, the river adventure, because, like, it, it definitely helps with the land because, obviously, they just had the one ride or the one main ride, and it definitely brings a new kind of atmosphere, especially by the lake and all that. Like, they did never use that section. It was just, like, a smoking section before. And uh, it's just cool with the waterfront and all that. Just to – even, like, if you don't want to ride, you can just sit there and it just – the view is awesome and there's always trains going back and forth, so. It's kind of similar to what they did with the Jurassic World section in Hollywood. Like the, uh, it's like a modern version, and I kind of have a feeling that the River Adventure ride is gonna go to the wayside at some point. But uh, I like the direction they're going. And Kyle, I can't wait for you to experience it, dude. I'm so excited. Um, but Nick, so do you think that they're gonna get rid of the river, the River ride? Or do you think they're going to, um, like, revamp it to make it more Jurassic World like they did in, in uh, California? I think it depends on the success of Epic Universe. Like, this won't happen for at least, like, I don't know, eight years or something because they have a lot to uh, put their money into right now. But I think it just depends on how much money they have and where they want to allocate it. I think the cheaper thing to do is just reskin it towards Jurassic World, add in some, you know, new animatronics, and then you, you still have a good ride. I'd like to see uh, something different, though. I uh, I think the boat ride's kind of been seen as days. I want to see something new, <laughs> some cool. Put me yeah. in one of those balls. That's it. That's all <laughs> that I ask. Awesome. Uh, those, yeah. And a fun fact I learned actually about the Velocicoaster was um they were supposed to have a kind of final scene, kind of like in Jurassic Park, where uh, they had like the T Rex, you know, and mm-hmm. that was kind of supposed to be like in the Velocicoaster where like you would have like. Raptors, actual animatronics, and some type of like scene like that at the end. Um, but they cut it out because they wanted more people on to the on the ride. So because of that, they have four trains on instead of three, which makes the line and stuff go a lot faster. That's, that's a good trade off. That's worth it. Yeah, so, it would like been sim- cool to see. But is it like similar to like the King Kong animatronic and King Kong? Uh, yeah, something like that. I mean, I don't know the specifics, but it's something gotcha. somewhere, I bet. So, uh, yeah, and uh, other than that, I mean, uh, didn't have too much of a problem. Uh, just like I said, I mean, the crowds were just, that's why me and Nick, this summer is just, it's really tough unless something opens, you know. 
the heat and yeah. the crowds is just it's not worth it. So, so it yeah. it was really hot. Um, it wasn't too bad. It wasn't like extremely hot, but it wasn't uh-huh. like great. You know, it it gotcha. was like you had to go in and out of like the shade and air conditioning and all that. Um, but I will say. <laughs> The longest we uh I stayed at Sapphire Falls for the first time. I've been in and out there a couple of times, went to a couple of restaurants in there. Um, always a nice place. Um, staying there was pretty nice, honestly. Um, the only drawback, obviously, is they they have no express. Otherwise, I'd probably stay there a decent amount. Right. But, uh, the I had the longest wait time actually. Um, for the check in at the hotel. <laughs> wow. Um, yeah, I don't know what was up with them or maybe just all of them. They have uh, a lot of stuff going on. And I will say also with um, the quick service options with food, drinks, um, stuff like that, uh, the, people were complaining about that. And then I saw it firsthand. Um, and they were right. Like, there's huge line just waiting for drinks, churros, stuff, little stuff like that. And I'm just like, it was, it was kind of wild. Um, so I'm not sure if it's just the crowds or they don't have enough people trained, all of that. But uh, hopefully they get it together soon. So what restaurants did you eat at? Um, I ate at Mel's. Mel's on Tuesday, Wednesday. I ate at. Um, I honestly have no. I forget. <laughs> um, <laughs> Love that place. When's, oh, I went to Hard Rock. I went to Hard Rock, my fault. Oh, okay, cool. Hard Rock for lunch. I went to Disney Springs for dinner. Uh, Thursday, we ate a comic strip. And then Thursday night, I had a cowfish. So. All right, nice. Yeah, Where in I, Disney Springs did you go? Uh, well, you're we going to try like somewhere, one of the Italian restaurants. But uh, like I said, they were just uh, based off reservations. So uh, we kind of got screwed. But uh, we... They have a, a bunch of food trucks, which I've eaten there a couple of times, but we never tried the uh, this uh, mac and cheese truck, and it's actually pretty fire. So uh, if you ever need a quick stop or something that's uh, maybe something you want to try, definitely peep that out. And I did try, did try, but did have a Mickey bar for like the first time in like 10 years, and that thing just slaps. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so... But yeah, other than that, it was just it was a fun trip, and uh, I'm just excited to kind of ride it again because it was just a great experience. So, yeah, that sounds awesome. Yeah, yeah. So, so um, when you were there, did you see any of the tents for the Horror Nights houses? Um, I honestly didn't look too much. On that, I looked just the one by uh, Men in Black. Um, and the only thing that I saw, which was recently, wasn't from me, it was on Twitter. Um, I forget what house that was, but they had I think like. I it was a, Scary Tales. Yeah, I think that's what it was. And uh, I think when I was there, they announced um, The Haunting of Hill House. Um, and they just released the shirts and the, uh, the Born Stunt Show gift shop. Um, and I know Nick's seen, I think, is there two seasons, one season? They're, well, they're not related. Okay. They're so you're facing off the first one? Yeah. Gotcha. Yeah. So, I mean, Nick's been, has high praise for it and, uh, I definitely will watch it because obviously I would rather watch it knowing what's going on in the house rather than just no idea. But, uh. Definitely excited for uh, the lineup so far. I think they have a, a strong lineup, and I think with the what they got in the in the bag, they could uh, this could be a good year. They released a picture of the facade for Hill House, oh, and yeah. <laughs> every year there's always one facade that looks like they could just set the cameras up and start shooting a movie. And I think this is going to be the one. They did an amazing job. I mean, if you've seen the show, you know what the house looks like. If you haven't, you can Google it real fast. But they did a really good job capturing the scale. The lighting is incredible. I'm sure the sounds, the the, the uh, audio that they have throughout the house is unmatched. Um, I'm super, super, super excited for this house. I'm excited for all of them because 
I mean, we haven't gone in a year, whatever when the last one was, 2019. So I'm hype. I don't care if there's five houses that absolutely suck. I'm just very <laughs> excited to be going back. Hmm. Um, but the Scary Tales house, so I saw people talking about the Scary Tales house with the uh, picture that was put on Twitter behind Men in Black. It looks like so far one of the spec maps that's popped up is pretty accurate. Now, it could go to the wayside when they release some other ones, but take it with a grain of salt. It could reveal all of them, and they could have have it you know, perfectly predicted. But I'm excited for what they have. And there was something that came out with Beetlejuice saying that don't expect what you expected last year. And I didn't know what that meant, but... There's another piece of news from some <laughs> illegitimate source on Twitter. So, real quick, can you just name, I'm not sure if you have the, the map in hand. But, I don't. Um, do you know off the top of your head some of the houses that aren't named yet that are on that? Um, No, but I can get it <laughs> real fast. Alright. But, uh, no, like Nick was saying, like, it's... It is kind of wild because um, with how long it's been, and I honestly think that they're going to step it up this year just because of how much speculation and anticipation is, has gone into, especially it being the third year, or third year, 30th year. <laughs> um, so, <laughs> year three. <laughs> so the question then becomes, I mean, I know Nick kind of alluded to with um, what he said before, but how much of what they had, plan for last year do they keep and how much well, what was there last year is for sure coming back they've already said that so what's come mm-hmm. i have the spec map, map up real fast so what's coming back is the bride of frankenstein which i went through and the revenge of the tooth fairy which i also went through and um help me oh what's the other one beetlejuice so the ones on the spec map that haven't been revealed are the wicked growth which there's a possibility for that the Texas Chainsaw Massacre, if there's one that doesn't end up from this list in reality, I think it's this one. This doesn't seem uh, that probable. There's one, the HHN Icons Captured, Creep Show, and that's it. Because Puppet Theater was already kind of put in a video, so there's that. But basically, the, the other ones are um, uh, one... Two originals and two IPs, yeah. Well, yeah, because Nick is the only thing is remember last year they had a ton of like um, property houses that pulled out, you know, like big properties that were going to put you know go in and they pulled them out at the last minute. Mm-hmm. I yeah, thought, I remember. So is that so? That's I guess that's kind of what I'm getting at. Is are any of those going to be reinstated this year? Mm, I guess we'll have to wait and see. Um... Yeah, I, I don't know. Nick did say with the Chainsaw Massacre, I do not sure with that, obviously, because Kyle was alluding to it being an IP and all that. Um, I, it is, I, I wonder how, like, that all works, especially with, like, the COVID thing and, like, do they get to reuse it? I don't know. And then do they, they build it already last year? So it is a, a slippery slope in that instance. But, uh, I would be intrigued to see if, if that wasn't there, what they would replace it with. Just because, I mean, we did, me and Nick did go into uh, the one that they did a couple of years ago, maybe like 2018, 2017. Mm-hmm. It was really dope. Um, I'm not sure Wait, if this which is one? This, You're uh, talking about Chainsaw? the Texas Chainsaw? Yeah. Oh, yeah, that was really good. That was really scary. Yeah. I actually really <laughs> liked that house. I'm not sure if this one is in a soundstage or it's supposed to be in a soundstage. Uh, hold on, I'll tell you. It's speculated to be in a soundstage. Oh, okay. Never mind then. Maybe I would <laughs> one more that there. Um. So yeah, no. Um. I'm just excited for it. Obviously, it's coming closer, and I mean, it's it's uh, middle of July. Usually, they should at least by I think by the end of. Not by the end, but within a month, by the middle of August, you should have all the 10 houses and shows. So, You guys think they're going to put a show in the Fear Factor building? Yeah, they have to. I would think they would. 
don't think with COVID, but I don't think they are COVID worthy. Like they, they have no uh, regulations with that as of now. I was like just about cards. to ask that. When you were there, they don't care, right? You can just do what you yeah, want. Yeah, nothing. Uh, everybody's they have single rider. They got uh, people sitting with each other. They got touching hands, touching feet. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I feel like you're singing to uh, us with Caroline. Yo, I she yeah. smell people's breath and other things. Like, oh God! Oh jeez! Um, I mean, maybe so, you should wear a mask. Oh. <laughs> yeah, I'm wearing a mask every time I go to the park, no matter whether it's good. <laughs> but but I guess you know to your guys's point, you know about um you know about that about the um the show building or you know the um, fear factor building. I just I mean, what are they going to do with it permanently? Because I think they they're going to have to do it now. Like they're going to have to put something in there. You know, for horror nights, just because it's such a big space that's not being used. Right, right, and uh, pretty much with that is, um, apparently we discussed this. Uh, I believe last episode with the uh, the whole Diagon Alley expansion and uh, them turning that into the whole VR uh, broomstick. Um, Hogwarts Express, what, whatever you want to call that, with whatever they do with the broomsticks. So Kyle, when he went to his trip to um, what is what is it called? The actual uh, name? I think it's just called the Harry Potter Harry Potter Let's say Harry Potter New York, New York. Harry yeah, Potter, whatever. Yeah, Harry Potter so, New York. Yeah, so Very creative. Apparently, Kyle <laughs> was talking about um, how they are adding experiences to the to uh the um store with a vr um uh, what's it called a broom yeah a broom experience and we like we were mentioning um they are adding supposedly supposed to add that to the parks so pretty much what they do is that because of like the whole big ip that they have they discuss they discuss with the the two the warner brothers and universal on what they're building, all this, all that. So problems like this don't happen. So apparently it did happen because it was a so-called quote-unquote experience, not like a ride show, food, what all that. So they didn't really discuss it. So I'm really curious because Universal is is, uh, apparently pretty confused, kind of probably pissed, I'd be pissed, um, on just how good this new experience will be in New York. Um, because say it's like kind of good. Why would you want to visit Universal just for it when you can go to that for free? I believe, or how much they're gonna charge for that, you know? Or say if it's bad, would you want to experience it Universal when like you had a bad experience, you know? Right. Yeah, I mean, absolutely. I mean, you know, Nolan, what you're talking about is, you know, there's two virtual experiences coming to the New York store. Um, I think they said this summer. Uh, I think it's actually this week. Um, so there's one that's the broomstick one, which is what you're talking about. It's like you're playing Quidditch and you're flying on a broomstick. Um, and I apparently, so you know what that article you sent was saying was that they were gonna. It was kind of you're gonna have like you know um, obviously the goggles, but like tactic gloves. And they were gonna be like I think five other people in there with you. Um, and so then there's so there's that one, and then there's another one that Dobby is taking you around Hogwarts. Um, and so to your point, you know, the the broomstick one is very similar to um, the Universal ride that they're planning, at least. So I guess what I guess you know you brought up a bunch of good points. Um, I don't know what the answer is. I think the whole thing is they should have let them know ahead of time and. Maybe they were afraid the Universal was going to, like, come in, you know, with a patent or something. Um, I don't know. I guess that it's just not good, you know. They need more synergy between them. Yeah, and I want to know kind of what Universal has up their sleeve because, I mean, it is one thing. Like, we think of VR, and, like, it is a cool thought, but obviously we have, like, thoughts about it being kind of lame and with the screens and all of that. But then again, I think with Universal, I think they could up it a lot because of how much money they have, technology, brains, you know. Um, so I, I, I'm honestly just curious what they do in New York just because obviously it's not Universal. And I want to see how cool of an experience they're going to have. And uh, do you know when it's supposed to open in New York? Um, 
I don't have the exact date. Let me see if I can find it. It's, I think it's they said this week. Um, okay. So, oh hey, wow! Holy if, shit. if you could uh, get over there and uh, <laughs> get the that would be nuts. Yeah. <laughs> get the the Velocicoaster experience, Harry Potter style. <laughs> yeah, that would be awesome. I'm gonna see. Oh wait, I think you sent it. I think you sent it Saturday. I'm trying to find the Oracle you sent because I think if they mentioned it there. Uh, here, let's see. Oh, I I see it. Um, yeah, but July fifteenth. So tomorrow. Surprise. Oh, okay, tomorrow. <laughs> Damn, so they're probably going to have reviews and videos and stuff like that then. Yeah. But I guess to that point, though, what this shouldn't be nearly the quality that Universal will be able to put on. Right. Um, like, there's no way they're going to spend so much money on it. I just don't see that happening. Um, I don't know. I just, I don't know. <laughs> it's it's thirty four dollars for a ticket to the VR experience. It's that expensive. Um, yeah, it's what it says. Yeah, this, and this, uh, I mean, the pizza rats uh, pay for website. a decent pizza. Yeah, <laughs> that they is pay true. For whatever they need to. Um, oh, I mean, I don't I don't think Universal should even bat an eye at this because with what you guys said, just from an engineering perspective, like it's not even competition. <laughs> You're talking about a retail store versus. <laughs> A groundbreaking theme park, but I mean, I kind of hope it doesn't happen because fuck VR. <laughs> um, but uh, yeah, I don't, I don't think Universal should care, honestly. <laughs> yeah, and it is pretty cool with uh, just how much they're willing to kind of um, pour into the Harry Potter expansion. Because I mean, they had discussions with the. Uh, with the the new park, obviously having with uh, the split with the uh, um, Fantastic Beasts and um, the Harry Potter section London, um, but I guess they're gonna go the route with the uh, Universal and uh, kind of build on that Diagon section. I think is a good idea because that kind of part side of the park is kind of just like no man's land, and uh, you yeah. kind of need some traction and some um, people back there, you know. I'd be really interested in seeing if they actually go through with making part of the section um, Fantastic Beasts, just because the movies haven't been as successful as they would have hoped, and they haven't been well received. At least the second one hasn't been well received. So I think, I mean, it'd be risky, especially if they start building before, like, the third movie comes out. You know, that would be a risk. So I don't know. I think they're the safe movies to just go all, you know, Harry Potter. Yeah. I, Kyle, I don't you, know though. My bad. No, you're good. You're good. Kyle, you beat me to the punch. So, Harry Potter to Universal is Marvel to Hollywood. Right. It is everything. It has saved that park. It has brought in millions of people from around the world specifically to see that experience. If if they go through with the Fantastic Beasts, and the Fantastic Beasts movies that come out in the future suck, they fucked up. Harry Potter is not going to be continued, uh, even if J.K. Rowling decides to write 50 more books. I doubt that those movies are going to be any good. So they, it's, it is a risk, Kyle. You're absolutely right. It's a huge risk because you're not banking on popularity anymore. You're kind of going along with the movies as they come out, meaning right. you know, Harry Potter had already existed, and then Universal decided to scoop it up, and then they made something that was already beloved. You're kind of neck and neck with what's coming out now, which is – you know. Bite your nails and hope to God that it's good. But right. I, I, I agree. It's a mistake if they go through with Fantastic Beasts. And, and to that point, I mean, you know, you, you bring up a good point about the future movies because, I mean, Cursed Child is already out. So, like, do they start mm. adding Cursed Child rides? Wait, wait, wait. Broadway? That's that's specifically Broadway, right? Yeah, that's Broadway. That's not going to be made into a movie at all? Well, or, I don't know. The rumor is that it will be at some point. You would think uh, that they would want to, but right now they're saying no. So, but I mean, it's, it's also touring around the world and, you know, they have an Australia production, a London production. So I I didn't know that. Holy smokes. Yeah. Yeah. And as of now, um, there's nothing official, nothing like permits, anything that says that it will be there in the new park. Um, I just don't know what they would put in that section. So, but it does, I once I heard the news that they they're putting this in a uh, Universal, 
it did kind of gr- push the gears, you know, kind of like if they're doing that, then what do they put in there, you know? Right. Well, people love rumors. Like, people love conspiracies. I don't really fuck with rumors because most of the time they're not right. <laughs> so I guess we just have to wait and see what they decide to do. But I, I think that they're smart enough. Yeah, they flopped with Fast and the Furious, but most of the time they're pretty much on par with what they come out with. So I have faith in what they do. Yeah. yeah. And if you all listen to our podcast, um, we mentioned a land based off past uh, – Rides slash franchises, aka Back to the Future, Jaws, all that. If they made a land like that, it'd be wonders. So, we all are listening. So, <laughs> they had a whole Amityville and it got act. So, uh, I wouldn't be so <laughs> happy about that. <laughs> I don't think they're going back in the past like that. It was Back to the Future. <sighs> all right, it so, would be great. <laughs> um. Last but not least, we have our history portion of the show. Um, so, two things. Um, you want to start with the Universal part or Disney part? We're already on the Universal train. Let's keep it going. All right. So, a Universal slash Island of Adventure attraction oh. opened <laughs> um, yesterday. Mm. Uh, I won't tell you how many years mm. because I Open just yesterday. Hulk. Nope. Spider-Man. Nope. <laughs> Cat in the hat. Nope. <laughs> is it a big ride? Uh, Wait, is it a ride that's still there? Is it a ride that's still yeah, there? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, uh, oh, uh, the Signs Fury. No. Oh, please. Uh, <laughs> um, uh, Popeye? Nope. Um, is it a water ride? No. I guess both. That's and, stupid. Uh, mm. Uh, the um, uh, the drop, like the Fantastic Four drop. No. Doctor Doom. Oh, no. Doctor Doom. Yeah. <laughs> uh, it opened yesterday. Yesterday, what the thirteenth? Oh, as if that date's gonna help me. Um, <laughs> uh, you said you're not gonna name the year, so. Uh, it was mentioned on the show. Oh, that's how earlier. we've named every ride. Oh, earlier. Um, Hagrid? No. Oh, Jurassic Park. No. What? Harry Potter. No. <laughs> it's not Hagrid's? Nope. It can't be Hagrid's. It's mentioned on the show. Uh, Dad, we, we named everything that was... Orlando. Uh... Right, it's an island. I've been there this whole time and I still missed it. Uh, yeah, I feel. Yeah, I feel like I thought you said islands already. Um, <laughs> Storm Force Accelatron, nope. baby. <laughs> it's on. Um, it's on the left side. On the it's left. On the left side. King Kong. Yeah. That's kind of yeah, towards yeah. the back. Hey, it is King Kong. King oh. Kong. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. So it opened how many years ago? I believe five. Three? Five! Oh my god! Oh my god! That makes me feel so old. Oh no, no, no. Let me make sure. I believe it's five. Holy smokes. Wow. And that's the revamp version. Yeah, it was 2016. So. Holy smokes. Yeah, five years ago. Five years ago. Time is on the Millennium Falcon, boys. Yeah. It's flying. Wait, so. so wasn't wasn't it open already as like a different King Kong and then it kind of got revamped for the movie? No, it was Confrontation in Universal. If that's what you're referencing, no, I, that I got thought out. I thought that I guess I thought they redid it a little bit for the movie. Like I thought it was a little bit different. I I think you are thinking of. I think you are kind of right. I forget. They exactly. have the tram thing in Hollywood. They had that version of it. Yeah, it was. It was. You're you're on something, Kyle. I know what you're talking about. I just I've, I'm blanking a little bit. It but may, I know what you're talking about. It may have been the same ride, but I mean, they might have just rebranded it Skull Island. Like maybe the first year it opened, it was yeah. I think and they rebranded it. Yeah, something like that. I think I know what you're talking about. But yeah, I mean, I'm not the biggest fan of King Kong, but I, I think it's a decent ride. You know, I compared to like Fast and Furious, that ride is 
obviously. But uh, no, like I think, like I've always mentioned, I think even on the show, just like with new with the new rides, I think the biggest plus they they can do is just add stuff that wasn't there originally. Obviously, King Kong, there's nothing there before. Velocicoaster wasn't there. I think those rides are the best because they didn't replace anything. So you're adding new elements to the park and still keeping what you had. So You're also taking up real estate if you fuck up. <laughs> kids. That is also true. That is also true. And then on the Disney portion, it's not really much of a guessing game. <laughs> but, uh, so, so, let's see, let me think. Uh, 20... So pretty much almost 45 years ago. Holy um, shit. <laughs> yeah, today, today. Uh, Disney announced that they were building none other, none other than Epcot. Oh, for real? Um, wow, 19, that's crazy. That was so uh, wait. in 1975. The original Epcot um, idea is very different from what it actually ended up being. Yeah, and I know uh, People Mover, they have like a whole section based off it they have like the models all that pretty cool to look at and the epcot's interesting they have this like that whole story like nick is talking about um it was originally based off kind of like walt disney what he wanted to do obviously he wasn't alive to continue it so they kind of did half and a half and obviously now it's just not really what he wanted but i mean the, the the main theme is still there you know but uh I think it's probably one of my my favorite Disney park, just because it's just so different than the others. It's just there's the countryside, there's the attraction side. There's just a lot of stuff going on that's just kind of kind of cool to be in a theme park, in my opinion. So, mm-hmm. so basically, originally Epcot was supposed to be just one giant Tomorrowland, and it was supposed to be a progress city. And yeah. let's see. Oh, so I'm reading this really fast, so I don't want to fuck up and put BS out there. But it kind of seems like he was actually trying to create a futuristic slash modernistic, like, living space. Like, where you could buy condos and shit. Yeah, yeah, I do. I, you're you're right with that, and it's kind of wild to think of it like that, <laughs> like of like how how it is now, you know. Um, but it is cool, kind of how they still have the theming with the uh, the different prototypes and the different inventions, quote unquote, of like how they're trying to recreate new and improving things. Um, but uh, yeah, Kyle, Kyle, what's your favorite part of Epcot? Um, I mean, I love Soren. The beer. Say the beer. <laughs> the beer. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Other than the beer, <laughs> my favorite part is Soren. I mean, I just, from the first time I rode that, that was like the greatest ride to me. I couldn't believe like how high up you are. Like you actually feel like you're flying. That's my favorite part of uh, Epcot. But it's such my... a shame. Sorry, you got on. No, no, go ahead. Oh, sorry, Nick. Um, <laughs> Yeah, it's such a shame because the last time I was there, granted this is January 2020, um, it just looked so run down and like most things were closed. There was like a lot of, and it just looked really bad. So like I hope they fixed it, but that's where it was when I saw it. <laughs> yeah, me, I was there the same week. They, they, it needs, it needed a facelift. Um, it needs way more than a facelift. I think the interesting thing about, uh, Walt's idea compared to today, like it's interesting how they predicted the future to be something far better than what we're actually experiencing. And anytime somebody brings up the future today, it's kind of really no different than what we're experiencing now. Like they thought in the fifties we would have flying cars probably by the year 2000. And I'm still driving a fucking (laughs) gas guzzling four wheeled front wheel drive eco destroying machine. So, I mean, kind of far off but i kind of wish that we would go back to this like i mean kanye kind of likes to do that with coming up with like crazy stuff and just kind of playing around with his ideas but 
I kind of wish that they would go back to like hyping you up for a fantasy version of what could be, of what we're capable of doing, but we won't because we're, I don't know, lazy or whatever. But I'd really like to see them come up with a land that is super futuristic. I wish that existed. Yeah. Which is kind of cool when uh, I, re- I think we said it last episode with the, uh, what was the innovations, was it? Interventions, I yeah. think. Yeah, I, it was pretty cool how um, they had. I think they they had two sides of it, right? Mm-hmm. And the one yep. side was based off, I think, like Nick was saying, like future uh, in, inventions and different uh, things that they might have in the future, and that was like a really cool aspect, I thought, of the park. Obviously, they got rid of it for I don't know what I I, I don't remember, but. Um, Nothing. It's uh, it was vacant forever, and now it's going to be Guardians of the Galaxy. Yeah. Right. So, I mean, we'll see how that goes. But I mean, like Nick was saying, I think that's just a cool thing to have in any park, you know. But uh, my favorite part, and it's kind of funny because I don't like soda, but the oh. different <laughs> the different uh, sodas you can drink in. Oh uh, yeah. Where is that now? Because remember, you used to walk through and you see the. I think it's, it's yeah. out in Disney. It's in Disney Springs, right? Oh yeah, that's yeah. Right. I, I, did, I did that at the Coke. Store. I think it is back in Epcot, though. I could be wrong. Oh, they have it in Epcot too, because they definitely I, have it on that yeah. top floor of the. Yeah, they have it at Disney, Disney Springs. Springs I know, hmm. but I think they brought it back, but I'm not positive. But it was free. It was free yeah. at Epcot. They give you like right. a paper cup, <laughs> and you can just do it. Now you have to pay for it. I paid for it. They gave me a picture of myself, but, like, so what? (laughs) (laughs) You can take a picture for free. (laughs) It's, like, $35, and you get a free picture. Come on, guys. We know know what you're doing. You're fooling me. But, like, here's the thing with that. I mean, we we talked about it last episode with Disney, you know, now putting on more money um, for certain things. Like, people spend so much money on Disney already, and, like, families save up for years to get to Disneyland, Disneyland, Disney World, and like then you're gonna be charging them all these little things in between. Like it's not right. It's just really just terrible. Well, yeah. micro purchases, bro. Imagine just on water sales alone, they make a buttload of money. So right. Yeah. I remember. No one didn't go. No, you're good. You're good. I was gonna say like I remember last time we were at Universal, I forgot sunblock like in the room once. <laughs> oh, I got it. Dude, it, was it was like twenty dollars for sunblock. Yeah, I remember <laughs> that. <laughs> 20, 20 a, 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 it was extra, extra magical, B. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah. You were going to say something, Nolan, before I cut out? Yeah, no, it was just uh, me and Nick were talking about it, I think, last week or the week before, how just how expensive Disney's gotten. And uh, just, like, people from out of town, they pay all that money flying, traveling, paying for hotels, tickets, and, like, you get to at least, like, three, four, five grand just for one trip. And then on top of that, um, say like the weather sucks, it's raining, like you paid all that for that experience, and that's just it's it's kind of wild. Remember you mentioned that uh, the Rise of the Resistance was closed down for an entire day. Imagine if <laughs> yeah. that was your only chance to ride; you'll never go back <laughs> ever again. Oh my um, god, I would throw a fucking fit. Holy <laughs> shit! I dress up in a Mickey costume and just stay overnight. <laughs> Yeah. Screw that. Yeah. And speaking of that real quick, I saw I sent you guys that tweet. I was kinda shocked I saw that uh the VIP tours don't include uh the resistance ride. Mm. Like you're paying all that money. Why <laughs> how like you know how many people they have in the tour. Like is is it that difficult of a concept to just be like, Okay, you guys can come at twelve o'clock. Right. Like what? <laughs> Like that, I, I don't even. It makes no sense to me. I, that I really was my that was my knee jerk reaction too. But then I'm like, you know what? These people that are paying VIP, like I don't feel bad for them. <laughs> so I'm just curious, how much is a VIP tour? Do you guys know? Uh, I let me look real quick. Disney World. If it's over, if it's over a thousand dollars, I'm gonna shit my pants. God. It probably is. <laughs> oh my god! All right, well, it is. <laughs> Please no. Uh it range no, no. it ranges from four hundred twenty five to seven fifty. Oh my per God. hour. Per hour. Per hour <laughs> <laughs> Oh my God. <laughs> There's no way. Oh my gosh. Dude, that is nuts. 
Holy smokes, per hour. Oh, man. Hey, Kyle. How much is Universal? Kyle, if you you never know what to do in life, just uh, get enough knowledge and then just be a twerk ad. Yeah. Yeah, that would be great. (laughs) If you were getting the money, absolutely, that'd be great. Hey, 400 bucks an hour sounds good to me. (laughs) Yeah. That's going right into Mickey's pocket. That's not going to the door gun. So so for the people that don't know, right, VIP experiences, you can literally pay – to have like a guide, right? And then you can get on like any ride you want. You can cut the lines, right? Uh, yeah, pretty much. And yeah, that's just how it goes. Also, but, uh, right? apparently you can't cut the resistance ride though. <laughs> yeah, yeah, the one ride you need to cut. But like, so also, don't they have a like a an RIP ride for for um or an RIP tour for Universal, right? During Halloween Horror Nights, they do. They yeah. do. And they, they take you behind the scenes, I think, with a lot of rides. They show you, like, a lot of the different stuff. Yeah, they yeah. have that. I know they, they take you people. through the mummy, and during... <laughs> Nolan, did you, I don't know if we've talked about this on the pod. No, we probably haven't. They used to have a behind-the-scenes daylight lights-on walkthrough tour of three Universal houses, mm-hmm. or Horror Nights houses, which, if they do this again, I'm 110% going to pay. You could take photos... They bring you – there's a tour guide that goes with you, tells you how the house was made, every, you know, boo door and scare hole and just every idea that went behind it. I would kill to do that again. Universal, if you guys want my money, bring it back because yeah, I will do yeah, it in a heartbeat. I don't think it even was uh, that expensive too. It was a decent price. I, I want to say it was like mid-hundreds, like 150 170 something like that. I'll, I'll pay that. I'll pay that 100%. Remember, Tim used to do it all the time. Shout out, Tim. <laughs> yeah, no, it, it's definitely pretty cool. And just uh, like we were mentioning, like just the price and all that, just it's wild. It's just especially once I saw the, the VIP tour, I was like, what? <laughs> uh, so yeah, so yeah. Um, you guys, anything else? Yeah, uh, good. I'm good. Yeah, I'm good. Kyle, all right, cool. All right, yeah. So uh, hopefully you guys enjoyed listening to uh, our episode. Um, as always, make sure you follow us on Twitter, Instagram, TikTok, and uh, for your amusement. Um, wherever you're listening to us on, whether it be uh, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, anywhere else, make sure you subscribe. And we'll see you guys next week. Peace.